You are listening to Master Coaching with Ajit, a podcast that inspires coaches to impact lives of their clients more meaningfully. I am Coach Ajit, and I'm known for coaching high performers, entrepreneurs, and leaders. I'm also a serial entrepreneur and author of many books. On this podcast, I am answering your burning questions. I'm also demonstrating and deconstructing behind-the-scenes coaching sessions. Hello and welcome to our 100th episode of Master Coaching with Ajit Podcast. I'm so very excited for us to cross this benchmark, this first 100 episodes that I so cherished recording for you, bringing to you. And I am so blessed that we have been getting amazing response from so many of you, so many amazing reviews, so many amazing conversations when I see your events and how this podcast has been influencing you over the past year or so. Making this podcast or committing to this podcast has been a journey for me. And it has been not a journey which was easy. It has been a journey that has had its own ups and downs and goods and bads and stopping and starting and doubting and questioning and discovering and rediscovering. And what I'm happy to report is with all of that today, as I record my 100th episode, as I look at the data, we are in the top 1% of podcasts globally. It's a really proud and really kind and humbling moment for me that this podcast has had a true impact in so many lives. And I'm so excited to share some very important lessons that I think would be relevant if you were to start a podcast. And I think it would be relevant if you were to start anything, if you were to grow anything. And these lessons, some are inspired by my journey. And some of these lessons come from some of the episodes that we recorded, some of the amazing people we were able to bring on, or some of the transmissions I was able to share with you as I was going through the journey of creating this beautiful platform that I've come to love and that you have come to love. So today, I want to take some time to share five key lessons that I believe is going to help you in the coming year in the coming times for you to be able to build something that you cherish as much as I cherish this particular podcast. The first lesson was an important one for me. It took me a while to get to a point where I could accept this lesson as the lesson of my life. You see, we are always told as individuals that, hey, you are always growing. You're always growing and becoming a version of you. And while we're on this chase, sometimes it can get really frustrating. It was definitely a situation for me. And maybe this has also been a situation for you. When you start something new, you want a particular outcome for yourself. And as you're chasing that outcome, you don't really get that outcome initially. You are maybe stammering when you're doing a video. Maybe you don't quite nail the podcast episode. Maybe you were not as energized when you were interviewing someone or you didn't really land perfectly that coaching session. And when all of that or any of that happens, you start to get a little frustrated. You kind of start doubting yourself. You start wondering, am I really good? Am I really qualified to do this? This happened with me as I found my evolution as a speaker on stages. You see, I've always cherished the idea of being on stage. And first, when I would get on stage, I would think it's all about how much value I can bring to the stage. And more often than not, I would bore my audience to sleep. I would bore them with my intelligence or my hope of presenting my intelligence, of getting them to gotcha and being able to somehow impress them. 
And I was doing this because I thought they do not accept me. And what I really found in time was it's not because the audience didn't accept me, but it was because I couldn't accept myself. You see, it's really hard to grow and find a better version of you if you can't accept the current version of you. Acceptance for where we are right now is to know that where we are is perfectly okay and we must lean as much as possible into who we truly are. And as we lean more and more into who we are, it becomes easier and easier to discover who we can be. What is our next version? What is our next revelation? When you accept for where you are right now, you become more clear on what is it that is your strengths and what are your pitfalls? What are your weaknesses? Where is it that you will fail? And when you understand what are your strengths, you can play your strengths a lot more. And when you understand what your weaknesses are, what your pitfalls are going to be, it becomes easier for you to navigate those pitfalls. I found myself as a speaker that works very differently to other speakers that are on stage. I like to speak with my audience because I truly am a coach. I only do my best work when I am engaged in a conversation. And that conversation can be engaging virtually or physically in any stage, but it looks different. It feels different. It's more of me. And if you would see evolution of me on the stage, it's just more and more me. You see, earlier part of this year, we did this amazing event called Super Coach Experience in Tallinn, Estonia. This was done for our certified coaches. And every single session that I delivered on that stage was received with a standing ovation. Clients were coming back to me saying, this event feels so warm. This event feels so much you. I feel like I can approach you. I feel like you're with me, sitting by me as you're presenting on stage. You see, I couldn't have achieved any of it because I'm not formally trained as a speaker. But what I found is that I don't need to be formally trained as a speaker. What I need to be is more of me. You see, what I found is I just need to be more of me. Because when I am more of me, I'm not doubting myself. I'm not thinking about if I'm good enough, if this presentation is landing, if I am being silly on stage, or if my meditation really takes people to the theta level or not. I don't have to program any of it. I can be just more of me. But to be more of me, I must accept myself. And as I accept myself, I must also know more of me will be revealed to me. And as more of me will be revealed to me, the next version of me will be unlocked. And I will discover a new best version of me, which brings me to the second key lesson. The second lesson comes from episode 92 that I did with Jan Sands. Jan is one of our published authors. He's an amazing person, amazing relationship coach with his wife, Monica Sands. And in this episode, he shared something in context of relationships, but it's really true for life. What Jan said is when you change your perspective, other people's behavior can change. It's such a beautiful thing to share because when I was starting the podcast, I thought I need to do a podcast that people love, right? I started to wonder what is it that I need to do on a podcast that is in congruence with all the podcasters that they're doing. And I think it's all about that, right? That's where I started my journey by saying, all right, so what you need to do for a successful podcast is to do what other successful podcasts do. And that must be how you create a successful podcast. And lo and behold, in about three or four months of starting the podcast, I was bored out of my mind. 
I was doing things that I didn't really love. I was having conversations for the sake of some arbitrary outcome that I had perceived based on what I thought people want instead of really thinking about what is it that I want? What is my perspective on this? What's my take? What's my journey? What's my experience? And when I switch that perspective, I switch the perspective from I am doing this for them. I switch the perspective to I'm doing this for me. Suddenly, what I found is more people started to engage with the podcast. There were more five-star reviews that were submitted to the podcast. There were more emails and messages that people would send me because they loved an episode. More people would walk up to me and say, I love listening to your podcast. Thank you for creating what you created. It really is so helpful to have a unique podcast in this space. Thank you for creating Master Coaching. And that's not because I am trying to create a podcast that hopefully will impress you. I am creating a podcast that I would love to listen. The perspective that I'm leaning with is the questions I would have, the dialogues I would have even right now. Not something that I had when I was starting my coaching business, but something that even today I would like to listen. Because I believe that you are somewhat on the same journey as I am. That my perspective on life, my perspective on coaching, my perspective on being able to help someone, my perspective on having a conversation with someone in a particular way, in a deep way, is going to help you go deeper and have you have the same insights that I am having. So my perspective, when it's switched to, I am doing this for me, changed the behavior of you as a listener even when I didn't really communicate a change in my perspective. So your perspective can change other people's behavior. And it's very important to note because a lot of the times our perspective is limited because we are hoping to change somebody's behavior. Don't operate from a place where you want to change somebody's behavior. Change your perspective for the sake of changing your perspective. And you will find that other people's behavior towards you in context of you will change. Which brings me to the third lesson. This is such an important lesson, especially for us as coaches. This comes from episode 85 that I did with my wonderful friend, an amazing entrepreneurial coach called Alex Sharfen. Alex talked about how sensitivity is an entrepreneurial superpower. How many times have we been told, especially as children, oh, you're too sensitive. Oh, don't be that sensitive. What Alex found is that if you're an entrepreneur, if you are a coach, if you are somebody who is there to impact people's life, the more sensitive you are, the more powerful you become because you can sense things that other people are not willing to say. Oh, that was genius for me. You can sense things that other people may not be willing to say. When you're in a coaching conversation, you can sense what your client is really saying versus what their mouth may be uttering. When you are in your coaching business, when you're actually building a business, you can sense where you need to go next instead of somebody telling you what's the next great strategy. Your sensitivity as an entrepreneur, as a coach, is your superpower. The more you lean into that superpower, more intuitive you become, more sensitive you become, and more powerful you become in your coaching practice. The fourth huge aha moment and a lesson for everybody is what I learned in episode 84, that is with Emily Williams. We were talking about abundance and Emily talked about a beautiful thing that I hadn't considered until that time. And that was conflicting desires. 
You see, we have many desires and we put out many desires in the world. I would love to make a million dollars and I would like to also have all the free time in the world. Or I don't want to work at all. I want to just lay on the beach. Well, those are two conflicting desires. While you don't have to work all the time to make a million dollars, it's also unrealistic and kind of impossible to just lie down on the beach and be able to make a million dollars. You need to have done some work before or there's some work that is happening. You may have a team or something, but there's something that is required to be inputted into fulfilling a desire. And sometimes when you put two desires into the universe at the same time, that conflict, it slows down either of the desires. You don't have the desire of making all the money and not doing anything to make all the money at the same time. Universe doesn't know which one to cater to. Universe doesn't know if your desire truly is to make all the money or your desire really is to not do anything. And those are called conflicting desires. You want to check in on what your desires are and are they conflicting? Because if they're conflicting as desires, you may find yourself in a unique situation where neither of your desires are being fulfilled. So check in what your desires are, what you're putting out in the universe, and are those conflicting with each other? And the final lesson that I want to share with you is from episode 80, where we talk about how taking unconfident action is better than taking a confident action. There was a research that was done on photographers. They were a class of photographers or training to free photographers where they were divided into two different groups. Group one was invited to take as many photos and have as many submissions for them to get graded, which meant if you took more photos and submitted more quality photos, you're likely to be graded higher. The second group was told they can take as many photos, but only one photo can be submitted. And on that one photo, they will be graded. At the end of the semester, when all the submissions from group A and group B were looked at, what was found was group A had more higher quality photos. So not only, yes, they submitted more photos, they submitted better quality photos than group B. Here is what may have happened. You see group A, which was told to take as many photos, ended up taking a lot of photos and then sitting down with all these photos to make sure their lighting was correct and they were edited right. And then they went out again and took a bunch of more photos and tried to get that as good as possible. And then because they knew they could submit as many photos, they chose the best of all of those photos and kept making it better because they had a more opportunity of success. They were told the more chances they had in life, they had more chances of getting the perfect photo. The second group, on the other hand, tried to perfect that one single photo. And because of that, probably over-engineered it or under-engineered it, or just didn't submit what was actually their good photo. They just had some weird parameters and expectations in their mind that they thought would make a great photo and submitted based on that. This is a classic case for when we as coaches or entrepreneurs, as startup individuals, get stuck into the cycle of so-called perfectionism. We think we're going to take that perfect photo. We could have that perfect coaching session, the perfect business plan, the perfect website, the perfect social media post. All of it does not matter in the large scheme of things. The ability to take unconfident action or ability to take just action while you don't know if this is going to be perfect or not is what creates a lot more submissions into the universe, creates a lot more activity 
towards the desired outcome that you want to have, which eventually allows you to have more higher quality work being put out into the world. So if you are somebody, if you're a coach that is waiting for that perfect business plan to come through or waiting for the perfect marketing plan, if you're a coach that really has been wanting to do or up their social media game and you're just waiting for that perfect post and you've spent six hours writing that perfect post or recording that perfect video, I invite you to stop. I invite you to listen to this case study, listen to go back and listen to this episode, episode number 80, so you can question your perfectionism and start taking unconfident action. You see, the more work you do, the more yeses you do in your world, higher your quality becomes because eventually as human nature, as human mind, we optimize everything. We find what kind of post is working and then we write posts that are better than that in that dimension. But to know what is working, what's not working, we first need to post. When we are in a coaching session, coaching conversation with someone, as we are coaching, our mind is developing better models to do this better next time. But the first time it needs to be done for us to be able to find that new model. So my invitation for you, coach, is to stop trying to get it perfect and start deploying it in the world so you can find out what works, what doesn't work, and eventually also end up creating a much better quality work by the sheer volume, by the sheer quantity of work that you put out in the world. So quantity in terms of building a real business is much more important than quality of what you're putting out in the world. So these are the five lessons that I wanted to share with you today on this very special episode on our 100th episode of Master Coaching with Ajit Podcast. I'm looking forward to continuing this journey with you. For the matter, we are doubling down on this journey with you. You see, starting today till end of the year, we'll be posting two episodes every single week. So instead of one episode a week, now you get to enjoy two episodes a week. And we'll be doing it till end of December and see if that's what you like more. This is us putting out more quantity so we can even upgrade our quality every single time a new episode drops for you. We're working towards creating the best platform for you to continue to become a better coach every single day. So continue this journey with us. Leave us a review. Share what useful things you've found on this podcast and what are you loving about this podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is your host, your guide, your coach, Coach Ajit. And you're listening to Master Coaching with Ajay. Oh, no.